0: This is Bigger Pockets Daily, real estate investing education for your earballs. The following article was first published on biggerpockets.com slash blog. We'll link to it in the show description, but you can see the photos, comments, and related articles. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's monarchmone dot bigger for your extended 30-day free
1: trial. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way
0: to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. Slash landlord. Over 32 million homes are at risk of hurricane damage this year, according to CoreLogic's latest report by Allie J. Yale. We've officially entered hurricane season, while the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration says there's a good chance it will be a near-normal one for both the Pacific and Atlantic coasts. That's not exactly comforting for property owners, especially given recent numbers. In the last three years, 13 hurricanes have made landfall in the U.S. One of those was Hurricane Ida, the second most damaging storm the country's ever seen. According to the Insurance Information Institute, Ida racked up an estimated $36 billion in insured losses, behind only Hurricane Katrina in 05. It's storms like these, and the risk of more of them down the road, that has spurred an uptick in property insurance premiums nationwide. So will 2023 bring more of that costly risk? Let's take a look at CoreLogic's recent hurricane report. Over 32 million homes are at risk. CoreLogic's report has some sobering numbers. According to the analysis, a whopping 32 million residences have a moderate or greater risk of damage from hurricane-force winds, amounting to $11.6 trillion in potential reconstruction costs. Another almost eight million single family properties are at risk of storm surge flooding. The potential costs there add up to $2.6 trillion. And if you look at multifamily residences, there are nearly one million properties at risk for wind damage and 261,000 for storm surge flooding. What markets are most at risk? Let's take a look. So potential property risks vary pretty widely by location. (laughs) As you'd imagine, most at risk, according to CoreLogic, is the New York City, Newark, Jersey City Metro, where 8 million single family residences could sustain wind damage. The Metro also takes the number one spot for possible storm surge flooding, with almost 800,000 single family residences at risk. While hurricanes are more likely to land in South Florida or along the Gulf Coast than in the U.S. Northeast, The New York metro area includes more exposed homes based on proximity to the coast and population density. That's what the report says. It also says this, the damage would be catastrophic to the New York City metro area if a major hurricane were to make landfall, like Superstorm Sandy, remember that one, in 2012. So Hurricane Sandy was the third most damaging hurricane of all time, behind Ida and Katrina. According to the Insurance Information Institute, it led to over $35 billion in insured losses. Here's the full list of the most at-risk metros for single-family hurricane wind damage. And I won't go into the numbers, just, I'm just going to mention the metros. I have already mentioned New York, uh, Newark, Jersey City, Houston, the Woodlands, Sugar Land is also in there, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Pompano Beach, Philadelphia, Camden, Wilmington, and Washington, D.C., Arlington, and Alexandria. And for single-family storm surge flooding, a couple of new ones, Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, New Orleans, uh, Virginia Beach, Norfolk, and Newport News are in that list as well. In the multifamily space, New York, Miami, Boston, Tampa, and Cape Corral, Florida have the biggest risk of flooding. New York, Washington, D.C., Boston, Miami, and Philly have the biggest wind risk. Here's what it means for you. If you have investments in any of these higher risk regions, it doesn't just mean potential property damage. Insurers are actually pulling out in droves in some areas, according to insurance providers, steadily, so it could make renewing your insurance policies a challenge. By the way, you can look back at the archives of the BP Daily Podcast and you'll find out what we mean by insurance providers pulling out in droves. All right, so the entire state of Florida is a tough place when it comes to insurance. That's, (laughs) I'll tell you that for free. That's what the co-founder and vice president of insurance at Steadily said. Now, 14 insurance companies are currently in liquidation, and most of those went belly up in the last year. It's crazy. So if you're able to renew your policy or find insurance in a high-risk area, expect to pay those higher premiums, potentially a whole lot higher. Florida property owners can expect insurance premiums to jump 40% or more this year. Here's a quote from Santo Santomieri. If you're in one of these tough geographic areas and you have an insurance company willing to offer you a renewal, you might want to go ahead and consider settling in for the ride, even if your premiums are going up. It's going to be tough for a while. Okay, pretty good stuff, right? Thanks for taking time to listen to this article. And remember, the BiggerPockets calculators are powerful tools to help you make sound investing decisions. You can get five free reports at biggerpockets.com calc. And pro members get unlimited use. I'll see you back here in 24 hours or less.